0: Hello and welcome to the Brutal Iron Gym Podcast, where our goal is to cut through the BS and deliver the brutal truth about topics related to health and happiness. Today's podcast number 1,584. The topic is mindset and the title is How to Catch Up. So, I think we've all experienced this, uh, I don't know how in the world you haven't, <laughs> if you haven't, uh, what we all feel at times we're behind and just overwhelmed with trying to catch up to all of our... Uh, to-dos, all of our worries, all of our priorities, just it's not uncommon to feel behind and have that be highly stressful and then struggle with how do you ever catch up. So I wanted to talk about some things today that will help you catch up. Uh, There's basically three things, and I'll expand on them, but there are three things that can help you regain a sense of control and actually start to kind of catch up. And one is to understand the benefits of quick self care. Hmm. I'll get into that in a second. We also have to make lists. That's the second thing is make lists. And then the third thing is to know your minimums. So that's the three pieces of pieces of advice on how to catch up quick self care, make lists and know your minimums. So for quick self care, this is going to be very helpful because you have to take care of your emotional, and mental health, but you're not going to have a lot of time in order to be able to do that. <laughs> so if you're already behind, you know, you're not going to be able to just take a day off work, you know, or or go for, you know, a drive for two or three hours. Like you're just not going to have a lot of time in order to catch up like emotionally mentally and, and you need to do that in order to kind of refuel yourself remotivate yourself in order to continue to push forward so quick self-care is very 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 important now you have to understand the value of self-care and you have to understand that it's an investment that if i take a couple minutes for myself it can actually help me be more efficient and i'll make back those minutes easily uh, once I get back to start like doing some work again so Podcast number 955, if you want to find all of our podcasts, you can find them on our website, com. Podcast 955 is a mindset podcast titled Self-Care is Not Selfish. We have, a lot of people have guilt about self-care or, you know, they think, well, I don't have time for it, you know, or something like that. So it's, it's a bummer because, man, self-care is so important. And if you manage self-care better, you will... Notice you'll have less burnout. You'll you won't be feel like you're behind as often. Uh, it's just you're gonna better manage stress and anxiety. You won't feel so overwhelmed by it. It just it helps so so much so much. And a lot of people feel that self care is selfish. A lot of parents actually struggle with that. But it's very important to take care of yourself. So that way you have a better self to give. those you love so podcast 955 is a mindset podcast titled self-care is not selfish so if you struggle with feeling selfish about self-care that will be a good podcast to listen to then we also have podcast number 420 it's a mindset podcast titled the fast food of self-care so the idea of that podcast is people will do self-care things but they're not very effective uh, they're fast and easy, uh, you know, to kind of get into, they drink a, you know, a glass of wine at night, watch, you know, veg out and watch three hours of TV. That, that's not really high quality self care. So fast food is food, but it's not really high quality food typically. So we are more interested in high quality self-care, not the fast food of self-care, where you just have to pull up, they hand you the food through the window, you eat it, but it's it's not the best quality, right? So we want self-care that is just more substantial than the quick and easy stuff. So you can learn more about that in podcast number 420. So quick self-care, what in the world am I talking about? Well, I'm going to say some things. They're all going to sound like either, well, that's dorky and I'm not doing that. Or, oh, that's, that's stupid. how you know What significance could that have? These are all things. Uh, I've been a personal trainer now. I've been paid to personal train people since I was uh, 18 years old. I'm 39, so that's been 21 years. I can't believe I'm 39. But that's been 20, 21 years. And I've worked with well over 3,000 people. I have all their names saved in my computer. uh, So it's pretty ridiculous, pretty long list of people. And every single person I've ever worked with were nutrition and training. We also had to get into kind of mental, emotional health and how to manage life. Uh, It doesn't matter how good a training program is on paper. It matters how well it is implemented. So if somebody doesn't have, you know, the mental capacity, the schedule or anything like that, like life stuff that they need in order to actually do the training plan, to do the nutrition plan, then those plans are useless. So I learned very early that I had to help coach people with mental, emotional health and how to manage, you know, lifestyle schedules, like priorities of life, like just so much life coaching aspects uh, far, far, far above and beyond nutrition and training coaching. So it's kind of funny. To be a good personal trainer, it, it's not just writing programs. That, that's one percent of it (laughs) so you do have to know how to write really good programs but you have to learn how to help people be able to implement them and that's been uh, a fun journey for me I I really do love a lot of uh, like I I, that's funny I do audible uh, audiobooks because I don't take the time to read well and uh, when I do read, I, my brain tends to think faster than I can read. So I kind of daydream. Uh, so audiobooks work really well for me. And I've listened to, I think last year alone, I listened to like, uh, I forget, it was like 40 or 50 audiobooks. But I love audiobooks, they're super fun. And the two topics, pretty much the only two topics that I listen to are self help, because I need it, <laughs> and I need to teach other people how to do it, and business. So. Those are the two things I listen to all the time. Love it. Can't get enough of it. Uh, For Christmas, my family knows to get me like audible credits. So I get like, I think like 12 credits every Christmas for different, three different gifts and stuff. But I love it, love it, love it. And just learning more and more about uh, self-care, emotional, mental care, uh, life priorities, you know, life organization, business organizations, that kind of stuff. I love all that stuff. So quick self-care. These are things that I do. And then I recommend clients do and the clients that do it say they're beneficial. But I do all these. Um, One of them is a three-minute quiet time where I will uh, seclude myself. (laughs) I will set a timer for three minutes and I will turn off the lights if I can in the room. I want to reduce as many stimuli as possible. I'll close my eyes and take kind of deep, slow breaths. Often, I don't have anything in mind to think of. I'm literally just trying not to think because I'm overwhelmed, you know. So, the idea of this podcast is how to catch up. If you're feeling not caught up, (laughs) if you're feeling behind, you're going to feel overwhelmed. Your brain's probably already too damn busy. So, you need to just give it some quietness, you know. So, often for me, this (laughs) does happen in the bathroom. I'll sit on the edge of the tub uh, or I'll just kind of stand, you know, hands on the sink and just kind of... Off my own little world, but I'll just turn the lights off, set a timer for three minutes, and I'll just breathe and try to quiet myself. I just want some peace and quiet, <laughs> just peace and quiet. Can I just, can I actually just hear nothing for a few minutes in the day? <laughs> and that is super helpful. That helps a lot. And what I love about setting a timer, why I say set a timer is, you don't then worry about how long it's taking. So it's funny is if you don't set a timer, you're then like, well, am I doing this too long? Have I, is this, it this been one minute? Has it been two minutes? Is somebody waiting for me? Blah, 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 blah. And it's like, what was the point of doing the damn stuff if, you know, if I'm worried about stuff all the whole time. So just set a timer, three minutes, and then you don't have to think about anything. Just breathe. You know, try to close your eyes. Just try to quiet the world around you and within you. That helps a lot. You'd be surprised how beneficial three minutes is. I'm. It's ridiculous how helpful that is. Another one I do is three minutes of laughter. So I'll take three minutes. Again, I set a timer and I'll look through Instagram. Like I have some accounts I follow that make really funny memes. Uh, I'll also like there's a dad jokes, uh, account that I really like, or I'll Google like funny jokes, you know, kind of stuff. And I just look through some things that make me laugh. And then what I do is at the end of the three minute timer, I screenshot, you know, maybe along the way, if I find a really good one, I'll screenshot it. But by the end of the three minutes, I'll have screenshot at least one joke and I send it to a friend. And it makes me happy to know that I will make somebody else laugh that day. You know, often I send it to Meredith, my wife. <laughs> so that's fine because then we can talk about it. But I'll often send it as well to like a, f- a couple friends I have, a couple close friends. And it just makes you feel good. You know, you got a couple laughs in, you know, you're going to send it to somebody and make them laugh. And that just uplifts you. You know, it makes you feel better. And again, it's just three minutes. Another one is a three minute journal. Again, set a timer and you can journal about anything. You know, if you can't think of something to journal about, journal about being grateful. Like, what are you grateful for? What's some pretty cool things in your life that you're like, damn, that's pretty awesome. You know, I'm glad I have that person in my life. I'm glad I have that thing in my life. I'm really grateful for that. Or if you're feeling overwhelmed with worries, write your worries down. Just write them. Whatever's in your mind, put it on paper. Whatever's on your mind, put it on paper. That kind of thing. Maybe you're overwhelmed with like what you have to do that day. Well, just stop. Set a three-minute timer and write every single thing you have to do. Doesn't even matter. Don't try to organize it. Just write every damn thing you can think of. You know, like cook and clean dishes later on. You know, cook and clean food or whatever. Maybe do the laundry. you have to vacuum. I have to do da 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 da. Just write it all down. Write it all out. It doesn't even matter if you do anything with that piece of paper. Just simply getting it out of your mind and onto paper helps. So, so much, because while you're putting on a paper, your brain has to organize it in some way. You're not even realizing you're actually doing it. It's actually like a subconscious component uh, to having to write stuff, is your brain has to organize what you're thinking of. That increased sense of organization, even though you're not aware that you're doing it, there's scientific studies and all this stuff to back this up. But even though you're not aware that you're creating order within the chaos, that actually helps reduce your stress. So, even if you just throw that piece of paper away, it is scientifically proven that it helps reduce stress. Then, the last one, no one's going to do, but I'm going to say it anyhow because it actually does work. It's You feel like an idiot while you're doing it, but it does work, is one-minute affirmations. Set a timer, look at yourself in the mirror, and you can smile. That is the goofiest part of it, is looking at yourself in the mirror and trying to smile. And then saying affirming positive statements. So I've I've downloaded a couple audiobooks that are actually just continual like two hours of different affirmations. And it's a little like much. You don't need to less than to two hours. But I have that audiobook. Uh, I have one recent one. It's always like in my like library. So what I do is if I'm kind of thinking of something I'll just click play and then maybe it goes through three, four, five, then it says one and I'm like, oh I like that one. I'm gonna I'm gonna use that one. So I hit pause. And then I just say that affirmation to myself, try to think of how I can implement that. And I literally take one minute. I've done every once in a while where I'll extend it to three minutes because I like the three-minute time because it gives me a chance to listen to a couple and then think how I'm going to put it to use. So I do extend this to three minutes. But affirmations, it, it again, it sounds so stupid and so corny, but it, it works so well. These are the things that you would be surprised. The quality... <laughs> The quality is so good that the quantity doesn't have to be high. Three minutes of just quietness is amazing. (laughs) Three minutes to laugh, to send a joke to somebody. Three minutes to journal, to get whatever jumbled messes in your head, out of your head and onto paper. Even three minutes to say some positive statements and just speak some happiness and some freaking motivation into your life, something good. You know, if you're dealing with feeling overwhelmed and a bunch of crap in life, it's nice to just hear some positive things. Even if it's you, just saying it to yourself. (laughs) But that's self-care. That's quick self-care, but it's good quality. Good, good quality. The second tip to catch up is to make lists. Make lists for your priorities. I am a huge fan of this. Uh, I can't tell you how much this has helped lessen anxiety for me, especially with a business uh, like being self-employed, but there's enormous amounts of jobs. I mean, you could probably sit here and name thousands of jobs that have similar components, is you just have a million people pulling on you for everything, and you have a million things you have to do, and there's no way in hell you're going to get them all done. Not at all. So I like having people priority lists and then also just like the crap that I have to do kind of list. (laughs) The reason why I like people priority lists is I have a lot of people in my life and I'm very blessed, very, very blessed. I'm not saying any of this is a negative. It's actually an awesome, amazing blessing, but you have to learn how to manage blessings. (laughs) That's just uh, the truth of life is I have a lot of people in my life and I want to make sure that I honor the relationships that are closest to me. By not getting lost in trying to make everyone else happy. What ends up happening often for people is the people that we love and that we know love us the most. We can be... It can be very easy to put them on the back burner and try to please everybody else because you know you have that love from that person already. It's, it's not even something that you're aware of. You know, like if you're... You know, if you're feeling overwhelmed and you snap at somebody you love, it it it, it almost I don't even know how to word it except for it it, it feels too easy. <laughs> it feels too easy to do that. And it shouldn't. And we shouldn't give into it feeling easy. You know, for myself, I have God is like, I'm, I'm religious. So God is number one. Number two is my wife, but I'm kind of trying to balance myself with that. And what I mean by that is the more I could take care of myself, the more I could take care of her. So I do like if, you know, if two things come to a head, I'm going to take care of my wife. Uh, but it's kind of one of those things where if I need something and I'm highly stressed today and maybe something comes up and she's like, hey, can you do this? I'll express to her and say, "Hey, I'm I'm really struggling right now, and I just need a little bit of time to catch on to a couple things. Do you mind if I do that in an hour, or do you mind if I do that in 30 minutes?" She loves me. She's gonna say, "Sure, no problem." You know, or if it's something real quick, she's like, "Well, do you mind? Can can you can you get that for me now?" And then I I promise to give you some space later on, and that's cool. You know, just communicating, talking it out, uh, but trying to find that balance between her and I. You know, that's kind of like number two. Number three is going to be my parents. Number four, I have, uh, you know, like my brother, some really close friends. And I also kind of like pair like my clients, my one-on-one clients with that. Uh, They're my friends as well, you know, in the sense like they trust me with their life, you know, like this aspect of their life, nutrition and training. So I want to honor that and make sure I I give my best to them. So the idea of this kind of stuff is down on the list, way down the list. And this is just business. So you might not agree with this. But I'm not asking you to. <laughs> so, is down on the list is going to be somebody who maybe wants to come in and look at the gym. They're not sure if they want to join. They just want to kind of look at the gym. Well, if I'm walking out of the gym and I told my wife that I'm going to go meet her, we're going. I'm like, hey, I'll be home in 20 minutes. You know, just letting her know that. And then somebody comes up as I'm trying to walk out, and they say, hey, man, do you, can you take me on a tour of the gym? I will answer to them that no, I cannot. I'm on my way home, but. We can schedule another time or I'll, you know, I'll invite them to go in and look and talk to a trainer or talk to another member. But I don't, you know, discount the communication with my wife. Or if I needed to, I would text her and let her know, hey, I'm going to be an extra five minutes. I'm going to show somebody around, you know, but I would communicate with her. I wouldn't just not tell her. And too often stuff like that happens is we're supposed to go home and meet our spouse for dinner. But something happens at work. All of a sudden we miss dinner. And then they feel neglected, you know, or they're not a higher priority. And here we are as we just help some coworker with some stupid thing that isn't going to matter in the long run at the expense of a relationship that we want to have for the rest of our life. It is so easy to mess this stuff up if you don't have it planned out ahead of time. So I'm a big, big, big fan of people priority list. Rank the people in your life. So that way you solve conflicts before they happen. Before you have two things that need your attention and you can't possibly do both, you want to already know what your decision will be. I already know. My people priority lists, I already know who comes first. So if this person and this person butt heads that both people need something from me, I already know what I'm picking. I already know the person higher on the priority list gets my attention, apologize to the other person, try to help them out later on if I can, blah, 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 But settling your conflicts before they happen is so beneficial for reducing stress and anxiety and reducing that sensation of feeling overwhelmed. And it helps you catch up because then you can better select what you should be doing in order to catch up. Another list that you can make is to do's. Now, One of the things I like to do about this is if I have like a list of to do's, I write them all down and then I organize them. So don't try to organize before you write. Otherwise you over edit yourself and you feel overwhelmed. and You can't put it all down. Uh, So just write them all out and then organize them or rank them based on time investment. How long does this take? 10 minutes. How long does this take? One minute. How long does this take? Four hours. (laughs) You know, rank them for time investment. Schedule into your day. One huge one. Maybe maybe another huge or medium one. And then understanding the rest of the list is helpful because you can pick off little small things in the gaps. So maybe I have to drive home. My drive is eight minutes, I know. Feel free to hate me because it's a pretty awesome commute. Uh, but eight minutes is my commute. And I know, okay, well, if I have to make a phone call and take care of this thing, if I know it can be done in eight minutes, I'll just make a phone call while I drive. Pretty easy, right? Kind of, I know where the small things can fit because I know how much time they take. And when I find little gaps, I fill them in. But I plan and schedule the big ones and then the little things just fall in wherever they can. So a to-dos list organized by estimated time investment is huge, very beneficial. Then also make a list of your worries. If you're balancing a lot of worries, put them on paper. You can then say, okay, when does this matter? So here's an example i am claustrophobic i also don't like the sense of not having control that is hysterical because we have control over nothing but i have a false sense of control in certain areas of my life <laughs> and i don't like when that false sense of control gets taken from me so one of the ways that that's an issue is i don't like flying i've flown Many times, I've flown out to Vegas before to help clients, I've flown to Miami, I've flown a lot a lot of times. Uh, I, you know, you do it when you need to do it. But I don't like it. I don't like flying. So if I know I have to fly, but if it's like four months away, I'll already be kind of like anxious about it. I'll already be like, crap, I don't want to have to do that. You know, brrr. <laughs> You know, so I'll already be frustrated. But what I have to remind myself is, is I'm not flying today. Why the hell am I worried about today if it's four months away? You know, if I have something I have to do next week, why am I worried about it today? It's not due to next week. So assigning timelines, like when do I really, when is this due? <laughs> like in a homework assignment, when does this worry come to a head? When does it actually have to happen? And then I remind myself that today, I can only worry about today. I have a worry about tomorrow, tomorrow. I'll worry about something in four months, in four months. So write your worries down assign the timelines of when they're actually due. Like, when is the worry due? (laughs) When's it going to happen? And then remind yourself that there's not a damn thing you can do about something that's coming up next week, you know, in certain cases, you know, so like I can't fly ahead of time, you know, so if I'm supposed to fly in a week, I can't do anything about that right now. You know, if I have something, a bill due next week, well, then, yeah, maybe looking at my money right now, trying to manage my weekend and say, okay, well, maybe if I only spend $50 this weekend, I can make that bill. So there are some things you got to think about ahead of time, but some things you can't like flying. Can't do a damn thing about that right now. You know, so I'll worry about that when I need to worry about that. And that helps me reduce the amount of worries I have, because now I kind of know on paper. I know the list. I know when I'm supposed to worry about things. I feel a little more organized and I can only worry about today's worries. I'm going to worry about today, today, and to worry about tomorrow, tomorrow. So, make lists is the second tip on how to catch up. The third tip is to know your minimums. What this means is learn the least you have to do to maintain what you should do. That's it. What's the least I have to do to maintain what I have to do? <laughs> right? So we talk about nutrition all the time, podcast 1,232. The most important thing is calories. Just make sure you're somewhere near your calorie range for the day. Protein, second most important, make sure you're somewhere near your protein. So every time you eat, just be like, how many calories do I need and how many protein do I need you know, from this meal? And then distribution. Can I eat something in the early part of the day? Can I eat something in the middle of the day? Can I eat something before I go to bed? So at least get in three somethings. And then each of the somethings say, how many calories have I had so far? How many calories do I need? How much protein have I had so far? How much protein do I need? that's it minimum for most people that's actually everything you need (laughs) but that's the minimums podcast 1232 for exercise anything just move move your butt go for a walk do some squats onto your chair wherever you're sitting you know do some roll your shoulders back and forth do some um like vacuum stomach vacuums work on your posture you can do stuff just sitting in your chair you know maybe driving in the car just anything is better than nothing. We have podcast 1548. It's a Q and a podcast titled it adds up. And it talks about that. Then for life stuff, for the crap that we all have to do that we don't want to do, but we have to do life stuff. Four things I look at are the four D's. I learned about this from one of my uh, best friends is the four D's is one is defer. So kind of like delay. Uh, the other one is delegate. There's Delete. And then do. So of all the crap that I think I have to do, is there anything I can defer? Anything I can put off for a little bit? Can I put it off for a day or two? Just give myself a little extra space today to try to catch up. The other one is delegate. Can I have somebody else do it? Sally that I don't have to do it. One of my favorite things of this is Instacart. I don't like wasting time grocery shopping. So I'll just pay for Instacart, have somebody grocery shop for me. Freaking awesome. Love it. I can have Amazon send me food or send me crap that I don't want to go get. You know, so I'm of the generation that is learning that I don't have to go to a store to get things if I don't want to go to a store to get things. I can just have things brought to me and feel free to judge that on laziness whatever you want to do but you know if I need light bulbs why the hell am I going to take an hour of my day to drive to a store pick out light bulbs and go out of my like and why it's an hour is but 30 minutes before I leave I have to make sure whatever I'm doing is done in 30 minutes when I leave I drive there then I have to have the time of there then I have to drive coming back then it takes me time to get back into the routine of what I was doing before I left so it adds up it really freaking adds up you know so why the hell would I drive somewhere to get light bulbs I can just have have somebody bring light bulbs to me makes no damn sense so delegate is freaking awesome it doesn't mean a person there are services you know there's cleaning services why am i going to take so much time to clean when i have a million other things to do i'll just hire a cleaner and have them come in there's like i think the service like handy is a ter- type of service we can pay somebody to come and clean they clean for like three hours for like 80 bucks freaking easy So, there's a lot of ways you can delegate things. It doesn't mean just handing off your crap to somebody else. That You could pay them or it's a service or there's some kind of, you know, there's some kind of structure around it. Then there's delete. Some of the things we do every day, we don't technically need to do that. (laughs) Maybe I don't really need to do that today. I don't even need to make it up later on. I just don't even need to do that today. So, delete it. And then last D of the four D's is do. If I if I realize I do have to do something, then I want to take a second to kind of refine what I'm doing. See if there's a better way to do it. So when it comes to life stuff, apply the four D's. Defer, delegate, delete, and do. And if you're gonna do it, try to do it really freaking efficiently. Okay? So those are the three main tips on how to catch up. Use quick self-care To have emotional and mental recovery so you can continue to push to get things done. Make lists so that way you lessen your anxiety. You already have decisions for conflicts made ahead of time. You know what your to-dos are. You can schedule the big ones, let the small ones fill in whenever they can. Really helpful and then know your minimums so you don't have a ton of stress and anxiety and worry and concern about all the things that are falling behind know your nutrition minimums your exercise minimums and then go through the four d's to try to figure out your life crap (laughs) and and be more efficient with it so two things i want to leave you with number one is be active movement creates motivation so if you feel like i don't feel like i don't feel motivated you're not you're sitting on your ass you're not doing anything move movement creates motivation how you can help with that is to start where wherever the hell you need. Have absolutely no rules, no guidelines, no expectations about where to start. Start anywhere. So one of the terms I like to use is called low-hanging fruit. So if I think of all the crap that I have to do, what's the stupidest, easiest thing that I can do right now? <laughs> what's the thing that requires the least amount of time, the least amount of energy? Let me just start with that. I'm going to do that then be like, okay, what's the next lowest hanging fruit? What's the next thing that I can pick off that's the easiest thing to do? You do another one. Then maybe another one. Maybe by the third easy one, you're like, okay, I'm, I'm making a dent on this. I'm feeling a little better. Let me look up that list a little bit and see if I can catch one of the bigger things. So movement creates motivation. Start wherever the hell you need to just start anything. Gain momentum. Momentum creates movement, creates motivation. It all works together. So if you don't feel motivated to start, you won't stop waiting. You're not going to just start anyhow and start with the lowest, stupidest, easiest thing you can think of. That's going to help. Okay. <laughs> well, hopefully this was helpful. Uh, I really help. Uh, I mean, I appreciate everybody who listens and I hope that this cuff, kind of, helps i know for my one-on-one clients when we get to kind of when i get to like dive into people's lives uh, a lot of this stuff really makes a very significant difference so i'm grateful for the opportunity to do that and for the opportunity to learn this and apply it in my own life but i hope this helps if you have any questions you need anything just reach out uh, our email is brutalironjim at gmail.com well if you like our podcast please share it especially today's because i think a lot of people would would benefit from this type of uh, content So please share the podcast, let them know that this is a good one, or just encourage them to send in questions if they have any. The whole point of the podcast is just to help answer people's questions and help people live healthier and happier lives. Thank you to those who donate to support the podcast, that way we can actually do that, so we can help people live their healthiest and happiest lives. You can donate on our website, www.brittalairandgym.com. Even just $5 a month adds up a lot, very significant, very helpful. Thank you to everybody who does that. If you like the information we share in our podcast, you can find more from us on our social media channels. On Instagram, I post every day. YouTube, more than you're used to. So find us and follow us under the name Brutal Iron Jim. As always, I hope this was helpful, and thank you for listening.